This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The BHP Podcast is proudly presented by Dead Down Wind, Stealth Cam, Tinks, Skull Hooker, Grind Life Coffee. We also want to tell you guys to check out the new Fred Bear Feel Notes podcast, available on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Learn about Fred Bear and his heritage. It's something you're not going to want to miss, and it's one of those things that really bring bow hunters together. Hello, welcome to the BonerPlanet.com podcast. Myself, Dave Tonsil, Jamie Nopu. And a special shout-out tonight and a thanks to our, one of our sponsors of the BHP podcast, Burris. Um, if you guys are looking for high-end, high-quality optics, Burris is there for you. Uh, you can hear our little commercial we did for them, you know, in, in a couple minutes. It'll come up in, I don't know, like 13, 14 yeah. minutes, and it's pretty cool. Kevin did it, and uh, he was real proud of that one. And <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. So, so I, t- I took that pair of binos, the Signature Series, up to mm-hmm. the lake. Probably, I bet you it's, I think I, I heard it's a 125-acre lake. So it's at least a mile or two across the water. I was nice. looking, we're at one end, I'm looking at the north end. All of a sudden I see stuff moving. I can see the birds. <laughs> I can see the birds standing at the other end. I'm like, what? Crystal clear. Yeah. That's one thing about birds I've liked yeah. that I've learned about is just how clear they really are. And mm-hmm. to be honest, I didn't know a ton about them until we start working with them yeah. on the podcast. And now that we have, I'm just I'm really happy and proud that we're working with them on this stuff because it's it's a lot of fun to use something with high quality like yeah. that. And, and when you're not used to seeing yeah. that kind of quality, it's amazing the difference. It's just really yeah. something. Um, but binos have never been like the big thing for me, just because yeah. in Michigan we're pretty close. No. I don't need distance binos. No. I need small, compact, yeah. durable binos. Um, but the thing about Burris is they fit that bill across the yeah. you know everything. They have the distance. They have the quality. They have the durability. They have the warranty. They pretty much have everything you need as an archer, you know, yeah. so it makes it worth it. I would never call them a, a commodity or a low-cost brand. They're Dude. definitely a high-end brand, yeah. and uh, the quality has just been phenomenal. But uh, anyway, so today's show is about former host of Hunting Show, pleased guilty in poaching probe, Mr. Chris Brackett. So we today are going to talk about an article that just came out um, uh, maybe a day or two ago. Yeah. Um, we're uh, basically we're, we're going to go through it and um, – uh, we're going to read you the article real quick here and then kind of talk about it and, and uh, you know, figure out where this leaves him and uh, what's next for him, you know, and uh, and his career, you know, whether he has a chance to get back into this yeah. or not. So I'll let Nopum read it. He's a better reader than me. <laughs> I can read good. <laughs> An Illinois man who is a host of a TV show about hunting has pleaded guilty in poaching investigation. Chris Brackett of East Peoria admits that he killed two deer in Indiana in 2013 and transported 11-point buck to Illinois. In violation of federal law, Indiana only allows one buck. Journal Star reports Brackett was in federal court in Peoria. On Tuesday, prosecutors have agreed to a 30-month probation sentence when he returns to court on November 5th. Brackett also can't hunt anywhere. in the in the, That's in the world, Yeah, well, I saw from another article. 
during that period and has to pay $30,000. Wow. Yeah. So Brackett named the 11-point buck the unicorn buck. And uh, you've probably seen, I don't know if you've seen the video. Everybody's probably seen the, the yes, actual video. Of, fear no evil. Yeah. So, so I'm sure you, everybody knows the story. You know, the hunter, the uh, owner of that property let him on the property and said, don't shoot this younger eight point. And that eight point came out and he shot it first. And then he reloaded his muzzle loader when the other buck somehow walked out and jumped across his cameraman and, and shot the other one. And everybody knows Indiana's one, one buck state. So. Yeah. I mean, this is so, I mean, it's so serious in so many ways, but mm -hmm. on top of it being serious, I mean, this is on like Fox News as well. Mm -hmm. um, pretty bad when you're on Fox News um, and, and get caught for poaching. Um, literally not very smart. And, um, you know, you're never above the law. That's the no. thing. No matter what it is in life, it really, yeah. this is not even a, What's the word I'm looking for? So this is not even a good example because no. no matter what you do in life, you're not above the yeah. law. It doesn't matter if you're speeding or you, you know, litter or you shoot two deer. I mean, at any point, you know, you're never above the law. So I, I don't know why people get this head that they can do what they want because no. they have a TV show or they have yeah. this or that. I mean, it's it's a serious thing, yeah, you know. No. Well, we've talked about that before, the pressure of hunting shows and trying to get but the, listen, the, listen. the footage. It's not like but was it worth it? That you I would agree like, that sometimes when you don't know and you make a mistake, it's fine. Yeah. But in this case, it wasn't no. a mistake. It was it was point blank, did it on purpose. All the videos, everything can test to that, you know, mm -hmm. that he did it on purpose and he – was trying to get the video and da da da. Now it's one thing if he did it, and you know, like an, a good example is in Michigan, right? Michigan, they have a combo license. You can shoot two bucks, mm -hmm. so I can see making a mistake. And if it happens, it happens. You pay the fee. You do what you need to do. You yeah. know, he got off lightly, in my opinion, to be honest, yeah. because I mean, it was so serious that they knew that he knew that he was supposed to shoot it, and the yeah. owner told him not to shoot it. So mm -hmm. it's not like no one yeah. warned him, or there was no. And yeah. then he tried to hide to conceal it. So. Yeah. Realistically, See, that's just kind of rough. Somebody's nice enough to let you come on their property for free and shoot animals. I mean, thirty grand's a lot of money. I'm not gonna act like it's not. You know, um, I don't know how you can afford to pay it, but <laughs> so, <laughs> show sponsors now. So I, ne I never, uh, I have my Facebook for most of your bull hunter planet type stuff, and to you know use the age app to see how I look when I'm ninety. But uh, so he's still on mine. I've never like totally deleted him. So. One of the things he was good at, like, I, I wasn't, like, I kind of used to watch his show. He's a, he was a good shot, right? And his and his uh, his show was actually pretty decent. But the one thing he was good at was walking out there, looking at a piece of land, and then setting it up for the shot. You know what I mean? Like, food plots and, and all this other stuff. So I think that's what he's doing now to make money is going on people's property and setting their property up for them. So, I mean... Jeez, oh, Pete's. Um, yeah, I don't know. You know, this show started off with, like, Zach Brown involved with it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's so far away from this. Yeah. He brought an answer. He ain't answering Chris's calls. No, yeah, or Chip, right, now. right? Wasn't he his cameraman yeah. for a while? Yeah, yeah. there's no way. Uh, but Brackett has, you know, to his, to his uh, you know, he has been in the industry a long time. He's no, definitely he a nice put in time and energy yeah. into to making a good show and trying to. I wish he, he could have been different for him. I wish he would have really thought about it differently. Do I think he'll be back? No, I don't think so. I think after this judgment, I don't think yeah. any show would pick him back up, yeah. um, or any major brand at least. Yeah. And that's, unfortunately, in this industry, if the major brands don't support you, you're not going to make it unless you're paying it out of your own money. You know, yeah. the younger ones might for a little bit fall for it type yeah. thing, but they, they eventually run out of money too. Yeah. So 
Uh, I wish Chris the best. I hope he can re re yeah. regroup and and find a job and get to work and yeah. do something in life that helps him better. I, I don't think this is going to be a solution. I don't think he's going to be back in the hunting industry. I think no. he might do things like this. You know, the he land, knows hunting. The land There's no doubt about yeah. it. No doubt about it. He knows hunting, and yeah. it just you know sometimes these things happen. You know, you get a little bit you know big headed and make the wrong judgment calls. And well, you know. the temptation's always there, right? I mean, he's got to be. Are you? Are you? Uh, could you give it that temp just like anything else? Yeah, like, no, it's you, true. You can always do something shady. It's funny because the Fox it, News reports. It worth it? Fox News reports: Fear, Fear No Evil has left airwaves and is not listed on the Outdoor Channel's current program lineup. Yeah. They're not going to let him back on that network yeah. at all. I mean, it's just too negative of a a thing. No one wants to be involved with that, you know, because that's that's not even to the. But you know what? People anymore. would watch a show about what happened. You know, everything's going on now and what he's doing. Correct, but I don't think it'll air on Outdoor no, Channel. No, it, it might air on, on, on YouTube, yeah, but it's YouTube not going to air on the outdoor channel but um yeah it's interesting um it's interesting it's on fox news i mean wow wow you know yeah. that's that's not good for him no that's a lot more negative no it's not us. bad it's not a good thing for us either you know not at all not de you know dealing with all these idiots you know that are poaching things in africa or whatever you know what i mean like yep every time someone does something or those idiots that were shooting the bears out of the den like oh gosh I, we don't need that yeah, those you people are so messed up. And I don't think anybody would ever, you know, help those people or even, you no. know. It's just ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. What is this? CBS News Originals covers the truth about hunting? Oh, come on. This better be this better be a positive. Yeah, right. Am, AmmoLand.com. So I, I just saw Eric. I'm going to look it up here. CBS News Originals aired a segment titled Trophy... Hunting, killing, or conservation. Oh my gosh! So can we watch this? Is this gonna air here if I play it? Rats killed in South okay. Africa triggered global outrage. So that with the giraffe, Deborah Messing said she was a vile, heartless, selfish murderer. Ooh. Social media has brought Ooh. fresh scrutiny to a centuries-old tradition: trophy hunting. You're a horrible person, and I hope you die a slow, painful death. Wow. Hunters claim that killing one animal keeps many others alive. A lot of hunters are definitely true conservationists. There's no question about it. Oh, my God. But as a record number of species face extinction, outrage against hunting intensifies. Putting a price tag on any animal's head diminishes the value of that animal. We travel to one of the most weird trophy hunting <laughs> destinations to find out whether hunting really helps or harms the long-term survival of wildlife. Go take to see this horses. What's happening? The dog gets out. The mark end up into the world. I just don't think hunting's the only reason we're losing these animals, right? Poaching is the reason. It's for money. It's no. not for... It's not the hunters. So that I was are reading really... an article I was raised around hunting today um, I from when I was Ivan Carter. Right? Do you know small, who that is? Mm -mm. Uh, I think Brandon Shockey produces that show. It's a show on the I think, Outdoor Sportsman Channel, whatever. But he basically goes around with like the guys that are protecting the rhinos and the elephants. Yep. The show is all about poaching. He just posted an article about the only thing conservation-wise in Africa that's going to save anything other than those guys stopping the poachers like armed guards is the hunting. Because mm -hmm. it puts value on the animal. Yeah, yeah. So, so that that the tribe gets all yeah. the meat and hundred grand or fifty grand. Yeah. Rather than so they they work to preserve it themselves. Yeah. Then 
That's a good point. And that money know. goes to pay But the those issue guards. is, I think the bigger issue of the situation is that, number one, there are species face, facing extinction, right? And we yeah. know that. We understand that. I don't think that's going to end anything. I think that's going to happen no matter what. Hunting or non-hunting, yeah. you're going to lose those species. I, just unfortunately, yeah. I think that's what's going to happen. If they're not meant to be here, they're not meant to be here. People don't feel that way, but that's okay. just the way it is. It's, it's just, survival of the fittest is a true statement. <laughs> And, uh, and and populating, right? If rhinos can't populate fast enough, that's, I mean, what's going to really happen? I mean, it's not, it sounds like any rhinos they have anywhere always end up dying, even from natural causes, you know? So uh, not, I'm not saying I want to go out and shoot these animals. I really don't. I can care less about no. high-trophy animals. It's not for me. No. But um, I people, could go planes game all day. But, but yeah, people end up. You know, I understand animals are alive, and I understand that some might have some sort of feelings, right? Mm-hmm. I get that. But I, I, what I'm saying is you can't – they're putting values on these animals like you would your dog, right? Like, oh, you know, it's my dog Jojo, and you know what I mean? Like, it's different. And every single hunter they will kill dogs. You, but these than, animals yeah. will kill you. They're, they're not yeah. – not maybe not all of them, yeah. You know, but if they if, if a giraffe decides to stomp you, you're gonna you could die. If a rhino charges you, you are dead. I mean, there's different things that are gonna happen. Um, but anyway, I, I don't know. I'm I'm curious know. what these people uh, are gonna say here. Absolutely, yeah, I understand. Uh, it's an animal laying there. Is there it's anything just... that you would like to say to me about the giraffe? Like, did it make you mad? Um, yeah, it did. I don't agree with what you do. I don't get why you do especially when it comes to something like the giraffe. But do I think you deserve the hate? Absolutely not. Is it worth it to you? I mean, given... given I'm not going to back down. I'm not going to back down. I'm going to stand up for what I do, for what I believe in, and everybody else that does it as well. That's part of conservation. It's estimated that up to 80% of trophy hunters worldwide are American, and industry dominance on full display at conventions like this one. This convention is vast, spanning several blocks in, in any direction. There are over a thousand or so vendors here selling everything from leather goods to artwork. Um, but the biggest draw is for people to essentially buy the opportunity to go out and hunt a trophy. American trophy imports outnumber the world's second largest importer, China, by tenfold. In 2017 alone, 650,000 trophies were imported into the U.S. But industry leaders argue the biggest beneficiary is the wildlife itself. There's a mischaracterization of what what hunters do and what hunters support. Corey Mason is the executive director of the Dallas Safari Club, a pro-hunting organization that hosts Very well known. I would argue that Dallas Safari Club has funded more conservation projects than probably, you know, most of them combined that are are non-hunting or anti-hunting. Now when you go on a hunt, there's different fees that come from that. Those fees specifically go to those communal lands. If it pays, it stays. If it pays, it stays means that when people are willing to pay to hunt an animal, there's an incentive to protect the species and its habitat. So yes, But record keeping and data regarding these claims, especially when it comes to trophy hunting globally, is piecemeal and inconclusive. Okay, where'd you get that from? And Snopes. So it's highly controversial in the conservation community. It's important to have wild animals thriving. Uh-oh. Oh, humane society. Yeah, the humane society. Uh-oh. The one that kills all their animals. Continue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. There's no room for you, dog. Reduced to, to a chair, yeah, to I mean, a knife handle. That's I don't not, even want to watch this whole thing. That's, that's no it's like, you know what I mean? Like, everybody's got this, there's so many people in this world that have this pie in the sky. Like, we're all going to live together Trophy in harmony. That doesn't work. No. You know what I mean? Like, 
quarter of those are on the African continent, including Zimbabwe. One of the country's largest private game reserves, Ruby Valley Conservancy, says its wildlife is thriving thanks to the if it pays it stays model. Thank you. It's just amazing. This place is just teeming with wildlife everywhere you look. Yeah, because they come out, shoot they one for 50 grand, yeah, yeah. and they, look at them all, right? And then they, because they, they have the money to protect, protect them, them and feed them. And There's robust populations of wildlife. Is if we didn't pay them, where would they have the money to have armed guards yeah. surrounding the last two rhinos? You know what I mean? Like. Just reading just, some I of the just, comments. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I, I understand both sides of it, but the problem is is that again, you know, like humane society is a joke. Like, are you serious right now? Uh, you guys PETA. you guys yeah. put down dogs every single day, thousands of animals, not just dogs, cats, all the time. They euthanize animals all the time. And, and there's not like there's any funding from that or anything to any reason. Oh, and the, you know what I mean? Like, what are you serious right now? Like no. you guys are worse than anybody. It's hard but, to even try to understand. <laughs> nah, and that's the thing. There's so many people. You know, one of the things that caught my attention in that conversation right there that came up was that uh, the United States is one of the biggest hunting countries, right, ever, whatever. And I think there's a reason for that, though. I think because we have our Second Amendment, we have guns, we want to mm-hmm. go out and shoot them. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and a lot of other countries don't have that. So I can see that maybe that's why Americans have always valued hunting, you know, and, and getting outside. Yeah. All right, so uh, quick shout-out to one of our sponsors, Grind Life. I just wanted to say that I recently got a percolator, which I've been testing out at the house, and I think we need one for hunt camp now. And I've been putting the Grind Life in there. It's uh, Basically, it's just a kettle, yeah. and it has, like, a, a stem. And then you put the uh, – my Grammy used to do it when I was younger. That's how I knew. You put the uh, basket in the, in the top. You fill it with water. You put the basket in. You fill it with Grind Life. Yeah. Top it. Put the top on. You plug it in. It's, like, a little – it's electric, and it just pulses, like, hot water, like, through the top. And, dude, like it comes, like, six cups of pure, hmm. amazing coffee, especially with the grind light grinded in there. Oh. Hmm. <clears throat> it's easier than a coffee. Like, when you do our coffee, the thing, it's not even yeah. as good as the percolator. Oh, I bet. And this percolator, I could take it out in the hunt camp, hunt blind with me, and I could actually plug into one of those power things. <laughs> I could, like, make fresh coffee. <laughs> turkey seeds would be perfect for that. Yeah, turkey seeds. No, <clears throat> No, I ain't that stupid. And deer sees, I don't even take my, I don't even take coffee out there with yeah. me. I try to, you know, I don't want to get into a position where I have, I'm trying to pour first. it and I uh, get burned or whatnot. But um, yeah, conservation is crazy. But back to bracket, I mean, I, I do, I don't want to put too much attention to him because, you know what, he, in my opinion, he's done and that's yeah. that. But, you know, it's just, I, I just want to make sure everyone understands it's a great example of what not to do as a hunter. We don't need that kind of negative press. Mm-hmm. We're trying to do the right things to get people engaged. We don't need them seeing articles like that on Fox News saying, you yeah. know, especially a show host. I mean, that's really bad. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, now, there was an error. Like, Ted Nugent made an error before, and, you know, he. You know, a lot he, of people, I think Teresa Vale had an error that wasn't her fault. Yeah, I mean, you're her, listening like, to the wrong people that, tell you the wrong yeah. stuff. Anything can happen. That's what I'm trying to say. But this was, you know, he admitted in there that he yeah. would, told the camera guy to hide footage and. I, I mean, that's bad. But the other part was the other video where he was tearing that. Oh, that didn't help that, him. No. He lost that support just, from I just everybody that. at that point. He yeah. lost a lot of support. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I'm glad I'm not like that. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're still preparing over on this. Although, side. sometimes you'd like to yell at Tim like that. Tim, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> hope you hear this. This will tell if he listens to the podcast or not. Tim. You're so stupid. What have you been doing? Turn the camera on. Tim will never hear this conversation, <laughs> so we should make fun of him. Oh, yeah. 
probably the easiest way. <laughs> so uh, long distance shot coming up. What are you? What are your expectations, Noteboom? What do you think is going to happen on this distance um, shot? I think we're going to break whatever record it is again, and then Dude Perfect is going to have something to go again. You hear that, Tyler? Yeah. From Dude Perfect. I hope you're listening, my friend, because yeah, we're coming for you. You stole our the, record. The funny thing is, back. our wives are taking the kids to go see Dude Perfect in person <laughs> that weekend. <laughs> no. Oh, 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 next weekend. Yeah. yeah, coming up, coming up. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, we haven't coming up in the podcast. Actually, this might air. We'll probably be a week behind. But when when uh, we're having uh, Keel Jorgensen come in from uh, Woods and Water News, uh, they put on the outdoor outdoor uh, weekend show that we go to every year that we podcast live from, and very exciting because um, we're going to be there, and I'm I'm pumped. We got three yeah. days of podcasting. Um, we're going to be airing a lot of our stuff there as well. Some of these other broadcasts that we've already done. We're also going to be doing some video work. Um, obviously, we'll have some stuff for sale. You better get our new hats and yeah, bring some new cash. Hats. Yeah, bring some cash, players. Come on, what is this? <laughs> you know, that's what usually sets off hunting season for us. Is oh, that it's weekend. the best. That weekend's the, the let's You're go. Some cheesy venison hot yeah. dogs from the old country smokehouse. Country smokehouse. If you ever hear oh. this, we need you to sponsor us. Yes, please. I unlimited want cheesy weenies. Yeah, unlimited cheesy weenies. <laughs> <laughs> in sausage platters here every week. Yeah. We got we got coffee. We just eat some. I think some I think Cedar and I ate like one week and ate like six. Cheese <laughs> <laughs> Is that when you guys had though? You're right. It was yeah. And weekend. now I get them every time I take a deer there. So funny. I still got some. Actually. The worst part about that show though is right behind us is the beer tent thing. Like yeah. literally. Mm-hmm. So when you walk in the front door, the first thing you will see is Bowhunter Plans podcast, which is really exciting, um, and you will also have a beer thing right behind us so there's no reason for you not to sit and listen and uh, and if you if you uh, are hearing this and you have not registered on the registry yet on bonerplant.com you are missing out i got companies like bear archery just yeah. sent us uh, sick broadheads they sent us um yeah. like tons of packs to give away at the show so we're gonna we're only giving away these things through the registry so we're gonna pull the things while we're there and start giving them out if you're not gonna be at the show and you still want to win stuff make sure you pre-do your get ready because some of these packs will not go there they will stay for the registry um giveaways coming up in december we'll start um pulling random people at our, our live events in december we'll do more in december we try to do it after the season when it's a little bit calmed down and you guys are back, and, you know, yeah. it's time to relax a little bit, get ready for Christmas. But that's when we start to go through and do all the things, talk to people, you know, hear your stories. It's just a lot of fun, I think, yeah. getting to that point of the year. You know it. Yeah. Right, Griff? Yeah. <laughs> kind of a quiet studio tonight. Uh, yeah, yeah. A couple it's of the guys just, with just the Saga Tuck, Michigan, to, uh, uh, with their wives, uh, Bob and Kevin. They took off, and uh, Tim is uh, camping in a different state somewhere. Yeah. He's off and out, so it's just me and Nopum tonight, and uh, we have no guests this tonight, so this is like, uh, it's kind of a wide open west type podcast. Um, and, and uh, you know, maybe we'll, we'll try to, maybe we'll try to drop someone on the second half of this coming up. We're going to take a break here in a minute, and then maybe we'll see if we can get someone just to call in like John Cedar or Dumas or somebody random. So we'll be right back after this and uh, get to that. Since 1971, Burris has been the leader in optics innovation, and that continues today with products like the new Oracle Range Finding Bowsight. Burris offers the best value on the market today. Their optics are durable, reliable, and affordable. Everything they offer from red dots and rifle scopes to their binos and bow sights are backed by their forever warranty. Burris, find what matters. For 20 years, StealthCam has been at the forefront of trail camera development and innovation. 
from the industry's first 4K ultra-high-definition DS4K and the XV4's advanced high-resolution night imaging to the latest in wireless technologies. StealthCam continues to deliver the highest quality, most reliable trail cameras available. Your images begin at StealthCam.com. Coffee break time. If you're looking for premium coffee for those who grind every day, if life is an adventure and not just a routine, grind life is for you. You could be an adventurer, military person, first responder, outdoorsman, factory worker, or just red-blooded patriotic American. Grind life is here to help you achieve success in everything you do. Visit GrindLifeCoffee.com and tell them BHP Podcast sent you. And enjoy a fresh brew just like us. Yo, Kevin, give me a warm-up. All right, and we are back. That was a great break. Even though yeah. even though the Grind Life commercial in there is not the actual right one I decided to keep, but it is kind of funny. <laughs> so I think that makes it a little amusing. It's not I the th- creepy one, is it? It is the creepy one, but yeah. I love it. I just think it's so funny, even though uh, it's not the best acting job. Yeah. I don't know. So, uh, we have added to the mix Mr. Isaac Shield. Isaac, welcome. Hi, guys. How you guys doing? Good. Yeah. Isaac's part of our team, BHP. And, uh, Isaac, so uh, we are going to continue on this topic, and we're going to fill you in now on what that topic is since we haven't told you. Um, the first question is, what is the best make and model of the bow of this year? <laughs> well, I'm kind of a... <laughs> Kind of a little biased, but <laughs> personally, I'm going to have to say Obsession FXL. <laughs> the FX30 is pretty nice, too. This is a, this is an inside joke we did because we're, we, we're giving away some freebies to our Team BHP team, and uh, I asked that question, I said, what's that? And so basically, everybody's going to pick like what they think the best brand and bow model is. Little do they know, the the answer, I don't even know. I'm going to ask somebody random on a live stream and say, what is the best bow? Just somebody random. And yeah. then when they give us that answer, that's how we're going to know what who the winner is. Then whoever makes it, if, like let's say two people made it, let's say two people said the Matthews verdicts, then those guys would go head-to-head in another question similar. Like what is the best blah, 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 or PM or AM shooting, like a 50-50 one. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> trying to make it, I'm trying to make it funny and fun, but we'll see. We'll see if it doesn't work. No big deal. We just delete it and do an easy pick a number one like we normally do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So a lot of people don't know this about Isaac. So uh, it's probably the was it last fall he was providing us all these pictures and buying his all this Arcus stuff himself. He's buying dead <laughs> down wind bows, buying all this stuff and taking great pictures. You know, we kept tagging him in the photos we were posting for for obsession, and lo and behold. He's now sponsored. (laughs) (laughs) Hard work pays off. They're like, we don't need Bowhunter Planet. We just need Isaac. Yeah, hard work pays off. That's something that I don't don't want everyone to think, though. Because if it wasn't wasn't for Bowhunter Planet, for the ambassador program, I never would have had that foot in the door that would have, I mean, maybe my pictures would have got noticed. But if they did, it would have taken twice as long. That's true. You know, and that's something that I think a lot of guys, you know, they think, oh, well, there's a membership fee, or there's this or there's that. You know, it's not, you know, I mean, it, it's super cheap. And if you use one of the discounts, it's paying for it. <laughs> yeah, <immediately>. exactly. <laughs> and, 
and just just from that, it's not just the discounts or anything else. You know, everybody watches Bow Hunter Planet. I mean, literally any company that's ever had a product with you guys is seeing that content. Oh, for sure. So, you know, I mean, if if I've got to spend a little bit of my own money to try to, you know, no. prove that I can I can highlight their products, then yeah. I'm perfectly and, uh, fine with that. Full disclosure. You saved my butt last year. <laughs> <laughs> I, we take so many pictures, and I post them. I'm like, I don't have any pictures. <laughs> yeah, at some point they go becomes... so fast. Well, we last I'm year, like Isaac, do you have any pictures? I, I like, oh yeah. <laughs> last year, so Obsession when they when they uh, when they got back into the you know they were bought by Arcus, and then so when all that happened, they asked us to help post pictures for them, and so we did that, and so we had to create them all though. So in that context, it, it was a lot of work, and oh, so yeah. we ended up running out towards the end there, and then Isaac stepped up and got it done, son. Pretty awesome. No, absolutely worth it to get all your work out there in front of people. It's oh, so, for sure. It's so and, you know, the thing about the program that you know I love is that, number one, it got us closer to a group of people who really do care about BHP. Yeah. Number two, it separates the people from the true yeah. fans to non-fans. If you're not really a fan, you're not going to pay any money. Yeah. You're like, no, nah, no. Nah. Mm-hmm. Not that people don't like some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of people send us emails like, oh, how do I become part of Team yeah. HP or how do, how do I, you know, it's like, well, you know, let's start with this program and see where it goes, right? That's what my thought process has always been. But what's the worst case scenario in the program? Like Isaac said, you make your money back. You'll basically one or two purchases of any discounted program. I mean, we yeah. get you like, it's like huge percentage off of clothing alone mm-hmm. on different brands. Um some of the companies well, we don't even work with, you know, it's just, hey, you know, they provide these. I did a Texas hunt with uh, Faradine yeah. with that media hunt, and they came back and said, oh, yeah, we'll give a huge percentage off for your whole team BHP, whatever, whoever yeah. needs what. Here's the codes. I'm like, wow, you know, that's the yeah. kind of stuff, right? I built a relationship with them. They provided a discount code that you guys can take advantage of and get Rage Broadheads and some black Glendale targets. blocks. Woo! I mean, it's a huge deal. <laughs> I mean, it's a huge deal, big deal. Well, and that, that's something nowadays that everybody just – expects companies to just give them something yeah yeah and i don't it's <laughs> I, i've never ever thought you know I'm, I'm a nobody i just have to own a camera and sometimes i use it and make it look decent but you know it I, they they i guess they think they can fast track it and just kind of yeah. like you said no. skip the whole relationship yeah. process. no it's whole, yeah it's it's, it's, it's a lose that way it's it, a lose situation yeah, i've seen it time spe- and especially time again. ours alone but when you have access to some of these other companies pages i mean stuff pops up all the time hey, can you sponsor me i mean what <laughs> well, yeah. why I'm, I'm you know good. just like anything why why do i want to sponsor you i mean i, I you know they might not say no but you got to give them a reason <laughs> yeah well or, you know, and the stuff like we used to notice at ATA, just a lot it of the people would long. just be walking around, oh, you want to sponsor oh, yeah. my show? And then they're busting out their <laughs> tiny little iPhone, showing them a terrible video. It's yeah. like, put some content together, think about it, and present it. I, I mean, it's <laughs> interesting. I think it took us, uh, you know, it took us, I'll never forget this moment because it was an important one for me. And, and it took us many years to get, like, Matthews and yeah. Hoyt on board, right? Those were pretty much the last holdouts for me in Botech too. Those three were, like, a long time. They had a hard time getting through to their upper management. But after about five or six years of doing BHP, it might, it might have been a little before that. Maybe it was four years, four or five yeah. But I'll never forget each of those moments where they yeah. said they would do it. Like, yeah. And that was a huge win for me. Yeah. And I remember calling my brother and saying, I got Hoyt. 
Yeah. I got Matthews, and he's like, seriously, you guys yeah. have made it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, and it was a big deal. Like, the, getting those two brands to believe in what you're doing yeah. is not easy to do. No. It took us years to do that. But that gave me more inspiration to say, if we got Matthews and we got Hoyt and we got Botech, and at the time they were for yeah. sure the top contenders, yeah. Yeah. that means we're doing something right, yeah. right? You know, they're not just going to give a bow to anybody, right? Yeah. It doesn't work that way. Not when you're that big and you're, you're spending that much money on marketing and, you know, you don't need a BHP at that point. But they obviously saw something they liked yeah. and they knew that, you know, the longevity was going to be there. And I think that's always been the thing. Like people, there's a lot of people give us crap online. I mean, there's no doubt about it. They want to talk about bad, bad grips or they try I'm to, sorry. they act like, oh. There's, there's something I, that came across. We're not going to, we're not going to justify this. No, we're not giving dude. anybody any free plugs. But, you know, the thing I is. I still think it's Chris. It's he, he's so mad about that. He's like, "Why does everybody think it's me? It's not me." Yeah. He would he, he would be a lot more. No, uh, he would tell straight up. He don't care. He'd be like, "Yeah, you're a piece of crew." <laughs> no, but he, you know, there's there's like, a, for instance, we just got a you know a guy, and for some reason, on YouTube, and I love, I actually do like YouTube a lot. It's done a lot for us. I, I would never put YouTube down anyway in that sense, but people feel like they can comment. They make the weirdest comments to me. You know, it's like. Oh, because uh, Chris did a video on one where we did a speed test, and they're like, oh, it's interesting that, you know, when you're shooting the bow, it's out like three turns, but yet you say it's, it's 70 pounds for the speed test. I'm like, yeah, if you look at the video in detail, we you can see it back down. It's, it's maxed out <laughs> for the speed test, but during the shots, yes, we did back it out because no one wants to kill their arm at 72 pounds or whatever the heck it was for every single 30, 40 shots we have to do to get the video. I mean, it's like. Guys, like, you know, we're not trying to put a one past you. There's no reason for us to do that. We have no – even the companies who ask us, like, oh, you know, do you really got to show the speed or da-da-da? Yes, we do, and we yeah. do show it. We stop, yeah. we, stop, we stop doing any sort of, you know, oh, we'll, we'll only show this or that. No, we just show it straight up. Yeah. You're in or you're out. That's your call as a bow company. And most of them no, – there's not really been any, actually, that said no. no. They said, all right, do what you got to do. You know, I mean, that's what – and, and we want them to be comparable. So, for instance, the 2019 recap video I like to work on coming up is going to kind of do just that. Go through and say, all right, here's the stats of all the videos we've done. This is all public already. Here's all side by side. Here's the speeds. Here's the weights of the arrows. Here's what we did. The biggest thing we get is people are saying, oh, well, you know, I like to see that 30-inch draw. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. Nah. Like, that's going to take me yeah. so much more time and yeah. throws me off because now I have to get every single bow in a 30-inch draw. Now, yeah, I agree. Some can be modulally changed. Yeah. But the problem is when I go to do a side-by-side, yeah. they're not going to be apples to apples. No. And that causes huge issues. No. Standards 2970. Everybody knows it. That's what I'm saying. So <laughs> why would I? I don't care if IBO is 37. So, and I, I think care. that's the thing with us. It's I want to show always, what it is for yeah. the normal person. It's always, but that's that's what our reviews are for the normal person. And, you know, people who are, will hit us on stats and how much we love grips. Yeah, I love the grip. It's the most important part of the bowl. <laughs> I do love grips. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but, uh, I, so I'm that's why we that's why we brought Krishner in because he's, he's genius different. when it comes to archery. So, so guess what? But they <laughs> still know? rip on him. Oh, oh his, yeah. Well, his release Dave, is horrible. Yeah. I'm like, well, really? Dave, He's a pro shooter. Dave and I are like, yeah, back wall's great. Awesome grip. <laughs> Chris is like, check out these stats. <laughs> yeah, Chris like, this specific modular cam system. So you get a little best of both words. the 6.83, 8.7, 8.2, 8.9. So the 6.83, so power to the one. Shut it, all what? you haters. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the haters don't listen to this podcast. No. It's just the fans. Otherwise, they would get more hate. But we don't get much hate on the podcast, yeah. luckily. But then, see, I, I, a few years ago, I, I decided, you know what? I really don't care what people think about me. It makes no, your life you so much better. It is. 
Yeah, I don't care. What I they sleep think like of, a baby. It works. I don't here. care what they think of beach. You don't like it? I just do the right thing when I can. Turn it off. It's not like I we try to do anything no. wrong. That's the thing. No. It's like we everything we do is. Yes, I I punch my trigger. Deal with it. Yes, there are companies. <laughs> so, so so does seventy five percent of the rest of the hunting yeah, world. So say, get over and, it. And also, <laughs> there is such thing as capitalism. And and yes, we do try to make money from bino <laughs> companies and other companies. Yes, we do try to survive too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't like but I'm going to tell you right now, you know, <laughs> just because just we got stuff from Burris, it, they are the best binos I've ever had in my life. And I don't care. I can't believe says. it. I agree. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, everybody, you know, not everybody, I shouldn't say that. Most 90% yeah. of people are cool. Like, they have no problem. They understand that you got to make some money here and there. You got to do something right. You yeah, I mean, I love just, it, but you can't, you're going to, everybody has sponsors. There's yeah. no way around it. So you call them what you want. We yeah. call them supporters, but, mm-hmm. you know, they don't dictate. What bow I shoot. But that's or, what people should you know. know about us. I'm, I'm not t- telling you I like something because I'm making a living off Believe it. Believe me, we're not making a living this off it. This is my fun, <laughs> like, part-time, let's have a good time job. Yeah. You know, we're we not, all got uh, normal jobs. This we're is not what, surviving you know, off this. I don't owe anything to anybody. Really. All right, we lost Isaac. Let's get all back right. to Sorry, Isaac. Sorry, Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are fun. Hey, by the way, you know, if you guys happen to know, I mean, it's first just need any pictures. I have to know guy with the camera. Oh <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> you gotta do like a little sales pitch. Yeah. But no, that's I mean and that's ever since I started shooting obsession, I've really started to notice anybody that does a review that has a speed test, automatically just people tend to think that they can't set up a bow. Yeah. yeah. Every single review there is somebody that says, Well, he don't know how to tune a bow. Yeah, I've had people tell me I don't know. You know, it's, it blows my mind. It's pretty pretty common, actually. I mean, it, it, everybody thinks their way is the best way is part of the problem. So, my whole thing is you can't. You're not going to appease everybody. I already know that. It's just interesting that people have the time and and yeah. go through the effort to some of the comments I see. That I just delete them. I don't know why they yeah. think that I'm going to let it sit on there. Like. <laughs> I'm they, not trying yeah, to. They want us to change our name like to Crossbow Hunter Planet or something. Well, Boner Planet, Bone Hunter Planet. I get it, guys. All right, ha ha ha. I have an accent. Three, I sound three. like I say Boner Planet. I get it. What you don't need to call it out every time. I just delete your post anyway, so I don't understand why it matters. You waste your time commenting when you're just going to be deleted. So you might. Get I think a we should laugh. just start throwing guns in here too, just to make them even more, even more mad because they already hate the oh, Crossbow man. thing. Oh yeah. Well, a lot of people have been asking, they have been asking to see more traditional stuff. The problem is we just don't have the connections. It's no. a different market, guys. Like, I know, like, it might not seem that way, but it really 100, is. 100% honest. Don't kill a lot of deer with my compound. I'm not ready to switch Yeah, I was going to say. Well, it's not that. Just for the test life show, they yeah. want to see it. But the problem is I don't know what I'm talking about. Like, no. yeah, I can show you anything. I just no. don't know. Like, I, I don't know the difference between a yeah. bear yeah. recurve and a sky recurve. You know, I don't get it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I can show yeah, it if I they want to send it, but up, I don't, you know. Yeah, I actually grew up, like, my dad, that's all he shoots is recurves. And every, anywhere we went was all traditional guys. So being the black sheep, whenever I decided I wanted to put a pin in front of my bow, I caught, oh, my gosh. Like, you he almost disowned me, I think, for the first couple of years I shot a compound. But that whole group, like you said, it, it's, it's a different, different group. It's a group, but the problem with that group is, is, and it's not a problem, they're good people and da-da-da, but the problem is, how long is that group, like, what's the age range of that group, and where, where does the age, where is it going to end up? Because I don't see that as, like, the new thing coming up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, kids right now are, like, Cam Haynes, the Hoyt thing, the workout. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's kind of the newest trend 
that I'm seeing, you know, and, and compared to traditional, I'm yeah. not seeing that at all. Like, I don't see anybody popular in the industry using a traditional bow generally. I mean, unless I'm missing someone, I could be, but I, I don't know. So my point is this. I don't know how much that'll, that traction that would get for us necessarily. We might get 100 viewers or something, but I need, like, thousands of yeah. viewers. It's not like I'm trying to – I need to create a video that does well, not just okay, you know. I mean, yeah. we're not trying to just create, you know, little videos. We're trying to create – masterpieces you know 100,000 you know what I mean yeah. not saying it can't do it I don't know I don't yeah. know the market that well but I would assume it wouldn't do that well you know like a good example is one of the best videos we have right now just we just launched about a couple weeks ago was so I bought a bow on Amazon yeah and it's a great video because yeah. it, it personally it touches a nerve for people that are non-bow hunters to, to they're trying to learn yeah. bow hunting and they want to learn so about just, it I wonder how many people have done just bought, bought that outfit on Amazon so let's 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 think about this I bet thousands. Thousands, for sure. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about it, though, real quick. Those people buying that bow are not your typical bow hunters, okay? No. So the bow hunters that love BHP and all that, they're not buying this bow, okay? Mm-hmm. I want to be clear on that. This is a different market. It's a market that these are new archers. These are people yeah. who've never, don't know nothing about pro shops. They, know yeah. nothing about, they don't know who Matthews is, okay? That's what I'm saying. Like, these are guys that are, this is a good thing for the industry. I know people think, like, oh, it's this horrible, it's yeah. a China company, blah, blah, blah. I get it. I understand, guys. Listen, I hear you. I understand that, that thought process. But what you're missing is that what's going to happen here? Think about the logic of the longevity of Two this deal. Two years. Exactly. They buy the bow. Whether it, it breaks or whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Let's say they go into a pro shop because now they want to learn archery. They're going to go in there with this China bow and guess what's going to happen? Yeah. They're going to get made fun of. They're going to. Ha- I, I hate to say yeah. it, but this stuff's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. The pro shop dealers going to be like, "What are you shooting this for? I'm not working on this, right?" These things will yeah. happen. And yeah. what's going to happen? They're going to buy American bow. Yeah. They're going to swap and get an yeah. upgrade and and try to sell the old one, which won't sell, and whatever. You know, yeah. this this is it's a process, is what I'm trying yeah. to say. It's better to get them in archery by buying yeah. something if you can't grab them. If with they our love marketing. it, they're going to start researching and they're going to figure out. You know what I mean? Just... They're going to step it up. How many people do you know? Okay. Cameras, right? Great example. You start off with a, a Sony A6000. Next thing you know, you're like, man, this is a great camera, but I really want to get to full frame. I really want to step up, blah, 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 blah. So you go to a 6300. You go to a 6500. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, gosh, I just got to do it. I got to pull the trigger. I got to spend three grand and get this A7, A7, <laughs> A7 III, A7R, AS2, whatever, right? That's what I happens. Just, That's a normal I natural trend. I just wish trend. I could have started with an A6000. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But that's check out this check out this rebel. <laughs> yeah, but that's a natural trend, and, and and that's how it goes. I mean, we're the same way. We started the same way in the camera market. Oh my Start God, with the yeah. lowest end DSLRs, then we're like, well, we got to step up a little bit more and a little bit more, and next thing you know, twenty, thirty grand later, we're you know have the best of the best, <laughs> right? I mean, to the extent. I think Tim's letting us buy a Red Dragon soon. <laughs> yeah, right. I wouldn't even <laughs> buy because I don't know how to use it. That, that's even something it. that I have kind of followed as far as just hunting in general is I kind of like you're talking about starting at the lower end of the market. The companies I tried to appeal to originally were all companies that, you know, obviously not obsession or big names because everybody's trying to get that yeah. big name. Yeah. I mean, I, a lot of local guys, you know I mean? I, I got a lot of support from like local companies I do do work with and it just kept bumping up. And that's something I think a lot of guys yeah. need to realize is and then you, you found gotta, bhp you and everything crawl. changed <laughs> well, yeah, it was just an eye-opener but 
you know, I think too many guys forget that you got to crawl before you can walk. No. And, and I'm, I'm still, you know, I'm still, my boy's two years old, and I'm probably about his level right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know? no, I'm, I'm not walking quite yet. I'm kind of hobbling. But not. Well, yeah, it's nice yeah, to I think get recognized, though. Yeah. It's nice to I get your pictures in front of people. <laughs> yeah, but, a lot better than most. I mean, you, it's hard to get that, even get that, you know. No, I mean. But you. But the thing about it, though, Isaac, is that it, it's not as simple as like, oh, is it? You know, I, I'm good at pictures. It's the whole process, right? Yeah. It's joining the the Team BHP. It's doing. It's helping Team BHP yeah. with things. It's us putting a good word to Arcus about you when yeah. they ask me those questions. Oh, like, definitely. what do you think of this Isaac Shield guy? I'm like, he's amazing. You need to work with him, help him, blah blah blah. <laughs> those are the, those are the connections that you did right because you're a nice person and you helped and you tried to do things outside the box. Most people don't do that. They do the bare minimum. You know, they don't care. Ugh, well, yeah, I mean, that, that's common no, in today's like, world, unfortunately. You that's know, I mean, business, that's, though. Yeah, I mean, but, but it's all about and the, that's, Go ahead. That's what was actually kind of funny. It was when I first started talking with, you know, with their, I guess now it's actually their old marketing director. But, yeah. you know, if, if it's, you know, it was kind of neat. You know, it was like a, a good feeling because he actually knew my name. Yeah. You know? yeah exactly. I was like, this, this guy talks to, you know, thousands of people and people <laughs> that are obviously way higher up in the industry than I would probably ever be. And, you know, I walk up and he's like, hey, man, you know, like, shakes my hand. I'm like, huh. You know? <laughs> Your face cool. is all over my page. <laughs> <laughs> like, thanks, James. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> but, but, but here's the thing. Like, That's the thing about the archer industry, yeah. though. It's an amazing industry yeah. if, 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 you, if you get to know everybody yeah. and they start to know you. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, it's a good, here's a good example. So this is what happened to me today. This is my today. So I get a text from Bowtech out of nowhere. It just says, hey, can you get on a conference call? I talked to you. Like, oh, great. What do I do now, right? Oh, gosh, I shouldn't have shot that other bow for a week. You know, whatever, right? I don't know what he's going to say. They're like, hey, uh, we're going to do a soft launch coming up for Excalibur. I need you, you know, can you guys do a video on this bow? We need it by this date, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah, no problem. Um, but that's my normal day, right? And my point is they call us first. That's what's happened now. Things have changed so much for us that now companies call us, have a quick conference call with us to launch a product. That's amazing. I mean, that is literally a complete flip of a coin from 10 years ago and 11 million views before. (laughs) That's, I mean, that quickly, that's how the difference is. And now we get to shoot, test this new Excalibur for anybody. I mean, it's so exciting. Like to be able to, you just touch that bow before anybody else touch any other show. We'll have our video done before Lancaster, before anybody. We'll have it online and ready to go. It's amazing. Yeah, but it, it, it's all about grinding too, me. right? So, and and that's what Isaac did. And so, I, so a lot of I, I watch a lot of these guys like Sean grinding Ray or Gary V. You guys know who Gary V is kind of like this entrepreneur guy. Talks yep. about how he grew Twitter and Instagram. Do you do you know how he how he grew Twitter? He had a wine company, right? And he would just join conversations and answer all these <laughs> questions. Like he said, for seven eight hours a day. Wow. And that's how he built that company. Jeez. That's how he got his followers. That's amazing. That's a lot of work. That's grinding, yeah. We you grind, know what I mean? We grind here every week. Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> so much stuff. Yeah. It's, it's not just going to come. You can't just, like, beg your Facebook friends, no. hey, follow my page. No, it's, Why do I want to follow I've your learned page? that, too, in uh, you know? just looking around the world and different, you know, because obviously I've been following this gaming stuff with my kids. They like it a lot. I've starting to grown to like it a little bit more than I thought I would, and I've been following some of the gaming streamers just to learn, like, how do they do this? What's in it? Like, what, what does it really take? Those guys grind, dude. Like, they're, it's not like you think. They're, they're airing. Like, one guy, he airs every single day, okay? Like, 
6 a.m. 6 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time every single day. Then 3 to 7 p.m. So in the same day, he takes like a one-hour break. And he grinds. And sure, he's got 4 million followers. And he's, yeah. he's got to be making decent money. Yeah. But he is grinding. I mean, it's yeah. not like you're talking. Same with the ninja guy, right, for Fortnite, the ninja. Yeah. That guy's he's he's always live, right? They're always live. Yeah. That's how they make their money. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, but can you imagine? I mean, you're, everybody. A lot of people stare at screens all day too, right? That's kind of my job. A lot of people's jobs, yeah. real jobs. So yeah, I'd rather make what he makes a year doing that many yeah. hours a day. <laughs> but my point is, it's like anything, right? You have to grind. You have to put in your time. You have to get to know people. You have to do the right thing. I mean, it's very simple. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's not, but. To make it anything nowadays, you have to grind hard. It's not yeah. necessarily a easy go. No, it's, it's a process for sure. But it's it's easy. It, I don't want to say it's easy now, but it's there. You just got to well, put in the work. Once once you kind of get in that mode, you know, and you understand kind of what needs to be done. It kind of, in a way, is easy, I guess. Yeah. But at the same time, it's only easy because you've kind of put in the work to get to yeah. that point. You know, and like once you kind of have the people noticing or knowing that they can rely on you, then it kind of, you know, just falls into place from there. And <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm a, I'm a union pipe fitter. So I, mean, I, I still, I go to work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I get off work and you know, I, I, I keep camera gear. I've got a Pelican case that stays in the back of my truck in the back seat of well, my don't truck. Don't leave it in there this weekend. Cause it'll melt. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, I mean, I keep that camera gear anytime, you know, basically daily. And there's always some sort of product in that truck that maybe I don't necessarily have quite enough pictures of, or I don't have any of that, you know, I'll get off work, I'll head to the woods and I, I shoot pictures for an hour or two. And then I'll sit on my phone and my wife hates this part, but you know, I'll go through and I'll upload and I'll, you know, pick which ones I'll, I'll get on a computer and add to Dropbox and, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a job in itself, yeah. and unfortunately, there's you know no actual money exchanging hands yet. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, it's, it's the grind. It's that's where you need some, ladies and gentlemen. That's where you need some grind life coffee. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, so so I mean, even for day. us, like like Chris McGee is killing it on Instagram, right? Everything he posts, he's got something yeah, figured I, out where he gets hundreds of likes. <laughs> You know, and I swear to God, if we weren't a hunting company, we'd have a million followers. Oh, we would, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. If we would do anything else, we'd or be Or if we can find a girl in a bikini, that's <laughs> oh, the uh, other part. Yeah, it's I your mean, wife. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Hey, I <laughs> she might I not go over it. You know? Um, yeah, I think it's funny. The Instagram's funny to me because, um, not just Instagram, but um, the YouTube, too. Because a lot of people, I don't know what it is, but they think it's me. Like, personally me. They think it's Dave. So they're like... Dave, do, 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 do. like the, some of the comments, I'm yeah. like, dude, like it's not me. Like we have a media company too. <laughs> like you know, it's not like we're just doing everything. It's impossible to do everything. And plus, you know, and then the other issue I ran into is a lot of people send me like friend requests, you know, and I don't even know who they are. But I'm like, not a good idea to accept all these. I can't do that for what <laughs> friend requests Facebook? on Facebook. I get them. Well, I do. I do all the ambassadors as my friends. That's fine because that's your job. Yeah. You're the head of the ambassador program. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, not me. You want to be personal with them anyway. You know what I mean. I try to on the live feeds, yeah. um, and also you know like doing things like this or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, I, I just feel like that's where I fit in for that because yeah. my job is no. really test lab. I gotta gotta keep pumping out videos. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you gotta not, keep liking that grip. Yeah, the grip is amazing. <laughs> I gotta get this, this grip is a. Let me let me practice. Hold on a second. Yeah. 
Guys, this bow is really nice, but let me tell you one thing. This grip is amazing. This grip is like no other I've ever felt. It is amazing. And then I come in. Oh, the grip's super awesome. I can't believe how awesome it is. That's true. I say, you say awesome, awesome like eight times. I got it, people. I say and awesome. And I say amazing. You're like, I'm like, it's amazing, it's dude. It's so awesome. We should try to do one like in a foreign accent of some sort. Actually, I'm not a good actor, so it won't matter for me. I can, we'll be able to pull it off. I can do Southern. I can do a Southern draw, and I will Man. talk from the deep south <laughs> like I'm from Louisiana. Back in well, the day. T- in today's environment, the only real accent you're going to get away with without being labeled is probably like a UK accent. So don't try to go into it. I can't do it, mate. I can only do <laughs> Maybe Australia. Maybe Australia. There you go. <laughs> it's about bloody time. I'm somewhere of a mix. Have you seen the new Sherlock Holmes yet? No. With uh, Will Ferrell? I heard it was terrible. It was horrible. I was just making sure. Because I, I don't want you to, I really don't want you to watch it. Because you're going to be disappointed from Step Brothers to this. Like, it is, uh, you will be like, Really? Like, it's not even funny. Like, there's only one funny part, okay? And I'm just going to yeah, tell it to you because yeah. it's kind of stupid. But Will Ferrell, like, has this, there's this, okay, they get a box in the mail from the bad guy, whatever yeah. his name is, some of the M. You've heard it. It's yeah. always the same guy, yeah. Matamora, whatever his guy's yeah. name is, right? They get this package. They open it. A mosquito flies out, right? And they're like, oh, my God, it's got a poison in the mosquito. It's flying around the room, right? And they're, like, trying to hit it. And, you know, he's hit, they're hitting each other, trying to get to this thing. So finally it lands on this. Uh, a glass beehive, right? So there's, like, bees in this glass <laughs> jar, right? This is a huge, and it lands on it. And you know how, like, Sherlock Holmes, like, pre-thinks of how things are going to go? Like, he sees it before I, he does honestly, it? I've never watched Okay, so what Downey Jr., <laughs> when he did Sherlock Holmes, yeah. they pre-show you what he's going to do before he strikes, okay? Wow. So it's, like, 30 degrees south, 10 degrees north, boom, and I hit him in the face. And it's, like, you see it all, then he actually does it. Yeah. So same thing, Will Ferrell does all that takes a baseball bat, hits the mosquito on the glass thing, and stops perfectly in time so it doesn't actually smash. It just smashed the mosquito, right? Yeah. Just imagine a piece of glass, and he takes yeah. a baseball bat full speed, stops, and it just smashed <laughs> the mosquito. They're like, ah, oh, yes, we did it. And they're walking away, and it goes, <laughs> you know, starts cracking. The bees come out, and, and the guy who plays the other guy, yeah. the, uh, the brother, you yeah. know, and stepbrothers, the other guy, not yeah. Will Ferrell. He's like, oh, my God. He pulls out a gun. He's just shooting in every direction. There's bees everywhere. I'm like, <laughs> it's like, who shoots a gun at bees? It was the funniest thing because that part was actually funny. But that was about it. That was where it all comes down. Anyway. All right. Well, yeah. anything else, Isaac, from you? Not really. I'm just nice. enjoying the... I think I think Show. it's time we are gonna. Uh, I think we're gonna stop here for the night, and we are gonna head over to our live table and do some live Team BHP stuff coming up. We gotta do some check-ins, have some fun with that. Maybe do a live BHP segment as well. Talk to uh, our uh, fan base, see what they're up to, if they have any questions or things they want to see coming up on the show. So, thanks for listening to the podcast. Make sure you check out the great supporters we have and all their help. And uh, we'll see you guys next time on BHP Podcast. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. 
Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.